Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and welcome to this special edition of Popcorn where we talk about what's going to be at the movies this summer. What are we going to see out there? There's over 130 movies and I don't have time to talk about all of them. So I'm going to talk about the ones that I think you should know about and that you should see. You know, in Hollywood uh, arithmetic, summer, which by the calendar begins on June 21st, began on April 27th when Avengers Infinity War opened. And that's just the way Hollywood does its financing. In other words, the first movie that's a mega hit is the beginning of summer. So every other movie I'm going to talk about has to try to match Avengers Infinity War, which has not only the biggest opening at $250 million of any movie in history, it is already approaching $1 billion at the box office worldwide. Can anything beat it? You know, last week, uh, Deadpool 2 came out and said, I'm going to give it a shot. And me personally, I love Ryan Reynolds and what he does with Deadpool because he kind of takes a smack at any self-serious kind of figure. It is so great to see him promote the movie uh, uh, for an audience that seemed to have loved Devil Wears Prada or 27 Dresses. He's always doing this. You could see him now on Celine Dion's video, basically photobombing her and dancing across the stage while she's singing. This is the attitude that I love because I'm a kind of a twisted guy. But to me, when summer movies begin, it is the Memorial Day weekend, which is just about to approach us. And that movie is Solo, a Star Wars story with Alden Ehrenreich, who, if you're like me, loved him uh, doing comedy in Hail Caesar. He is playing the young Han Solo, which means the young Harrison Ford. What is he going to do? How is he going to do that? There's a lot of drama behind the scenes on Solo, a Star Wars story, because the directors, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who did the Lego movie, they got fired three quarters of the way through and Ron Howard was brought in to finish the movie and do reshoots. So what does that mean? Is it a mess or is it basically just going to spark and make everyone see it? I'm talking to you personally now, people. Are you going to miss a Star Wars movie no matter what was going on behind the scenes? I don't think so. So that's a biggie. Following that, we have Jurassic World. And you know, this one is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Chris Pratt is back. Dinosaurs are everywhere. But remember, they opened the island before. Now they're not. The dinosaurs get out. A raptor gets out and are confined to an estate. So we're going to see things where these creatures actually have a roof over their head and are going to kill us. Again, irresistible. When you hear me talk about these movies, you're hearing nothing but sequels and prequels and rehashes. Why is that? Because what sells in the summer is something we already know about. Originality is not the big thing. And nobody really cares. They're just happy about it. Another big movie that's coming is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. The Wasp, played by Evangeline Lilly, is the first time in Marvel history that a female character has her name in the title. Can you believe that? We've made great strides to do this. And you know, the whole shrinking aspect of this movie I always found appealing as I do uh, Paul Rudd in this character. So they're gonna go after finding Michael Douglas's, uh, who plays Hank Pym. We're trying to find his wife who's been sucked into some mysterious atmosphere. And Michelle Pfeiffer's gonna play her. So I'm sold, I'm gonna be there. Skyscraper is the next one. The Skyscraper <laughs> stars Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, 
How does he do it? I'm asking you people. Doesn't he have a movie every month now? Didn't we just see uh, Dwayne in something else? This time, when a skyscraper in China is burning down, he plays a war vet with an amputated leg. So The Rock has even more challenges to do it. And for some reason, the guy is such a charm ball that we're going to be there to see what he does. Talk about sequels. We have one called Mission Impossible Fallout. I think this is the sixth Mission Impossible movie in which Tom Cruise does everything he can to risk his life for his fans. This guy will do any stunt he can get away with that the insurance companies will let him do. He has a skydiving scene in this one that is unbelievable that he shot in one take and another one where he's piloting a chopper surrounded by other choppers. Maybe this is it. See this popcorn? This is what we want to do. Go to the movies with a bucket of this in our lap and go, yes, Mission Impossible. We love it. And then way deep into August, when I end my talk about the epics of summer, is a movie called The Meg. <laughs> this to me sounds so tacky and yet so irresistible. It's Jason Statham fighting a 75-foot shark called the Megalodon. It's a giant shark and Statham is going to take it on. It sounds like something we all go, what is this Sharknado? Has it come to the movies? I don't care. I want to see Jason Statham biting a 75-foot shark. And so do you. You know it. All right, now I want to talk about a couple of summer movies which basically deal with women. Remember summer when women couldn't be in anything? It was basically just wait till fall and we'll do some movies you could do. No more. Women are stepping up. Uh, it's not just time's up for sexual predators. It's time's up for studio chiefs that say women don't belong in summer. And look at this. Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8, which is the female version of Ocean's 11, but without George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, any of those people. The women in this, and Sandra Bullock is the star because she plays George Clooney's character, Danny Ocean's sister. And what she's going to do is going to get a bunch of women together and they're going to take down the Met Gala. Oh my God, on a winter, what is she going to do over that idea? Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Mindy Kaling, Sarah Paulson, Rihanna, and the new star of summer, Aquafina. This is the name to watch, but I'm going to watch them just take on the Met Gala and steal that diamond necklace off of Anne Hathaway and just get away with murder because I want to. Then there's The Incredibles 2. Now, The Incredibles, to me, was one of the great Pixar animated movies of all time. It was made in 2004, so it's a long time for a sequel. But now The Incredibles, who have always been told their superpowers were illegal, and as a family they had to retire, have to come out of retirement to do this. And basically, Mr. Incredible, voiced by Craig T. Nelson, has to stay home with the kids while Mama, Elastigirl, who is voiced by Holly Hunter, is the one in charge. So Holly Hunter, to me, can stand up and take control in any situation. This is great to see a classic animated movie fronted by a woman. This is almost unprecedented, and I can't wait to see how it turns out. Then there's Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Mamma Mia, when it came out, was so 
reviled by critics. They said, this is awful. What is Meryl Streep doing singing and dancing to ABBA songs in a movie? It became the most successful movie Meryl Streep has ever done. She told me personally that she did it because what she does and likes most in life is to thoroughly embarrass her adult children. She's back. She's doing it again. But now we also flashback and we see Meryl Streep's character as a young girl played by Lily James. And not only that, we get to see Lily James have a mother played by Cher of all people. Imagine this, Cher singing an ABBA song like Fernando. And also Cher playing Meryl Streep's mother. How did that happen? Aren't they the same age? Don't know, don't care. I think we're gonna want to just take a look at that one. And then The Spy Who Dumped Me. The Spy Who Dumped Me has in what I would call the MVP of any summer movie, that's Kate McKinnon, just as she's the most valuable player on Saturday Night Live. She's here with Mila Kunis. It's a spy movie. It's all there for the fun of it. Ladies, it may be your season. I hope so. All right, you know, summer, big. That's what we think, huge. It's always gonna be, oh, who spent more money on a movie? And like the Avengers, who could spend more money? There are good things in small packages. And I'm going to start with one, a classic now to me in the making, a horror film called Hereditary, in which Tony Collette is giving a performance in a horror film that I think will get her Oscar buzz. We're seeing Tony Collette play a woman who's just buried her mother, but really bizarre things are happening to her, to her entire family. And the movie has a subtext. I hate to use a word like that in summer, but it says, do we as families pass along dysfunction, pass along things that maybe are bad about us to further generations? And within the heart, because you go like this when you're watching it, is this. So smart and really, really scary. Hereditary, remember that one. There's another one called Sorry to Bother You, which is written and directed by Boots Riley, who's the rapper, and he's decided to direct. Lakeith Stanfield is the star of it, playing a telemarketer who is African-American and is told if he really wants to sell, he needs to use his white voice. The satire here is, seems as fresh as anything I can imagine. You're going to see this movie and say, what nerve? This is bold and interesting and something summer's not supposed to be about, which is sure things. Here we have something almost revolutionary. Another one is called Eighth Grade. It sounds, may sound to you, it did to me before I saw it, like a documentary. It's about an eighth grade girl and what she goes through, but it's not a documentary. It is a movie that deals with one girl uh, and she's incredible, her name is Elsie Fisher. And it's what happens to her, but everything is flown. I have to share my self-worth by likes and shares on my phone. And what she does to do this, you laugh and then you cry while you're watching this. It is the work of a writer-director, very young, called Bo Burnham, who is a YouTube star. He's a comedian and a musician. And he has gotten in, he, a guy, has gotten inside the head of a 13-year-old girl in ways I have never seen in any kind of movie before. If this isn't a major contender at uh, next year's Oscars, I'll be really, really surprised. So write that one down, eighth grade, it's terrific. 
Then we have Black Klansman. Black Klansman, a Spike Lee movie. Spike Lee is in and out a lot with movies. You love one, you don't love the other, you don't happen. But here, he's hit on a credible story. This, in 1978, true story, a guy named Ron Stallworth, he was a detective. He saw an ad in the paper from the Ku Klux Klan that was looking for new people to participate in the Klan and to do it. And even though he's African-American, he answers the ad and they like how he sounds. They want him in even though he has to hire somebody white to pretend who he is. John David Washington, who is the son of an actor called Denzel Washington, you may have heard of, is the star of this movie. I think the truth of it, the factualness of it, and taking it to what happened in 1978, to take the kind of racism that existed then and sadly still exists now, gives Spike Lee a chance to go back to his great period of do the right thing. Very, very exciting about it. It's a just the kind of movie that Spike Lee should be doing. And last, last is a movie called Crazy Rich Asians, a comedy. A comedy about a, a woman, played by Constance Wu, who is engaged to a very wealthy guy. And he says, you've got to come back and meet my family in Singapore, hence the Crazy Rich Asians. I'm going to say this right now. What we're talking about in this movie is the comedy sleeper of the summer. You haven't seen it. Nobody really knows much about it yet. But you laugh at this movie, and underneath that, you're also hearing something that we haven't heard in movies before. And to me, that's more exciting than anything. Something original, something fresh, something that may get us talking rather than just sitting and just eating the popcorn. So it looks to me like summer 2018 has got a lot of stuff to interest us. I'm happy, and I hope you will be too.